Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. Uh, we discuss college football loosely. We are fond on this program in particular of making fun of uh, the Michigan man, University of Michigan, enjoying a football renaissance after many years in the wilds, in the woods, in the UP of the sport, if you will, finally finding its way back to civilization under the management of Jim Harbaugh. I would ask, however, that we explain a little bit of what we do with the Michigan man. Typically, we think of the Michigan man as the refined man of college football, the noble poet warrior of the gridiron. Nay, the one who, beholding the squalor of southern states and their devotion to football above all else, says, no, no, we, we are but the, the exception to this. We alone hold the fires of amateurism and the noble student-athlete, while you enter the dark ages of a professional sport that you don't have to pay your players in. That's that's kind of what we make fun of the Michigan man for. Did I miss anything? We, we sometimes make fun of them for, you know, I don't know, wanting to discuss World War II history all the time. Uh, for regarding any instant replay opportunity and deciding that it must be touched by the Michigan man's MS paint uh, uh, easel and brush. No, no highlight from an Ohio State game can go unadorned uh, with the Michigan man's handiwork and then released on Twitter. That's right. Uh, President Kennedy, he, he crossed the line of scrimmage early, as you can clearly see. <laughs> I will remember two things from 2016 in terms of phrases. One was emails, and then the other is the spot was good. Yeah, that sums up the year. Uh, but those two things, that, that's what we remember, Michigan man. However, I would like to introduce the podcast after we explain all of that by introducing another item. Ryan? Uh, I'm actually, I'd prefer it if you would uh, call me call me by my new name because my name is Kid. Kid Rock. <laughs> Um, this 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 comes to us from the Toronto Sun. The Michigan Republican Party is considering Robert Ritchie, better known to you as Kid Rock, for a potential United States Senate seat. And I know he listen. I know that you're all like, "Oh, Kid Rock can't be in the Senate, really." And did you did you see what happened in November? You want to tell me Kid Rock can't can't win a Senate seat? You want to tell me that that's too outrageous? But what I really like about this article is that it talks about how he has views that mostly align with the Republican Party, but in some ways he differs from them. He, uh, for instance, he's quoted in The Guardian as saying that I'm no fan of abortion, but it's not up to a man to tell him what to do. As an ordained minister, I don't look forward to marrying gay people, but I'm not opposed to it. But but one thing Kid Rock is very clear on is the right to bear arms. And um, he told The Guardian that among the armaments that he owns, he has a Civil War cannon. Yeah. I, I huh. Like a captured one? Like just in case shit breaks yeah. out again? I, I, I have to assume that he's keeping it in working order. Yeah. It's, hmm. they, probably, they probably put... Uh, like beer in it and then put your face in front of it and yeah then shoot your beer in your mouth I yeah I mean I don't think that that would work 
from like a lethal home stopping perspective, but I'm not, you know what? I've never shot a gun. I can't tell you. No, it's, it's for having a good, you've never shot a I've gun. I've never shot a gun. This is, this wow. is the point. You, this is the point where we, we now look at Ryan and go, wow, you were, you were raised a little bit differently than Farrell, Jason and I. Yeah. Uh, if, if, I mean, that doesn't really surprise either of you. Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, I guess if, if you had said, if we were playing truth or dare, um, and you said, t- and you you were called upon to, or two lies two, and a two, two truths truth and a lie, lie yeah. or any number of other other makeout games, and we stopped making out long enough for you to say, <laughs> "Have I ever shot a gun?" I would probably say, you know, right, maybe not. Yeah, I have a sort of pillowy quality that implies that I would call neighborhood watch rather than own a gun. Well, I think. People take one look at you mm-hmm. and they say, that guy is awesome at diplomacy. <laughs> right. That's well, nice. And also he was excellent at the Grammys okay. during his okay. performance of the song about being seven years okay, old. Okay, let me be perfectly clear. I did not watch the Grammys. I still don't know <laughs> who we're talking about. Oh, uh, yeah. I, <laughs> there I'm, was pretty, a- I'm pretty sure it's James Corden and I want to fight all of you. No, 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 no. We, it's not James Corden. It's not no, James. That guy Corden. has facial hair. It was, it was an even more cherubic looking fuck, young man. Fuck. I have... Lucas, Lucas Graham. All right. Uh, Lucas. Okay. We're gonna do this. Graham. We're gonna do this. This is. I don't know what this person looks like, but I'm going to. If look. you did not miss, it, if you did not, if uh, this is also uh, on the Grammys, Lucas Graham. He's a, a Danish singer. He sang a, a duet with uh, Kelsey Ballerini. I don't know who that is. I just know her name. And they sang a they sang a duet where uh, this young man's just talking about being seven years old and talking to old people about how everything dies and is miserable. Anyway, very uplifting stuff. And uh, someone noticed that Lucas Graham sort of bears a slight resemblance to the boyish good looks of Ryan Nanny. Are you looking live at what Lucas Graham I, looks I, like? I am, I am, and I'll be honest, I don't see it. But I'm also not as insulted as I thought I would be. Um, yeah, it wasn't a bad thing. It it, it was it wasn't. We didn't, say, uh, we didn't say James Corden. Yeah, we wouldn't do that to you, buddy. Man, no, I would fight somebody me, if I saw me, somebody online. Let me be clear. That. Let me be clear. Spencer would absolutely do that to me if it were accurate. I don't want to use a dull blade. All right. What are we talking about? And, and what is... also, to be clear, this wasn't this wasn't just us. This uh, this was sort of a universal realization. Oh, oh the timeline was trash. The time <laughs> the timeline is always trash, but the timeline was hyper trash. Customized trash. Um, I should have stayed anonymous for so many reasons. That's really the only takeaway. Uh, but but then you but then you get that same at every time uh, a, a a sequel to an Eddie Murphy movie comes out. That. That when is the last time an Eddie Murphy movie came out? This is not an issue. I was literally trying to think yeah. of the yeah. name of an Eddie Murphy movie likely to be released in this decade. Ain't happening. It's gonna be a while. Um, I'd also like to point out that we're recording this podcast on Wednesday. We usually record on Tuesday night. And when I asked Jason and Spencer if we could uh, about recording, I assumed Tuesday night was out because Tuesday night was Valentine's Day night. And the response I got from both of them was like, why? What's wrong? Wait, what? why can't we do the evening? So yeah. so romance is not dead on the shutdown forecast, but we didn't record last night because, Jason, you had a date. Yeah, it's surprisingly, we ended up going to – it was the worst, dude. Oh, 
God, we, we, we have this tradition on Valentine's where she just picks a movie, and I just go. There's no discussion. I just go. Um, and, man, it was like some teenage thing about this boy who's born on Mars, and he wants to live live on Earth with this Earth girl. But his bones are too – he's like reverse Wolverine. His bones are too skinny. Um, he looks like my four-year-old nephew if he grew about three feet but didn't gain any weight. Uh, he's too skinny to live on Earth, so they have to send him back to Mars. This shit is like over two hours long. The teen girls crying in the theater everywhere, like crying the entire movie. Um, but man, yeah, it fulfilled my Valentine's obligations. I just could not believe how long this thing was uh, and how how skinny this dude. He looks like Slenderman, the, like like cute <laughs> cute Slenderman. The name of this film appears to be The Space Between Us. Yeah, is that that's right? what they called it. Is that right? Yeah. Mm. Um, it was not a Dave Matthews live show <laughs> which Couldn't which which it. also would have been long as shit too um, that also would yeah. have taken a long time and involved a now, lot of skinny people no i'm gonna do the acoustic set no um no! but but spencer and i agree and i haven't seen it you should have gone and seen lego batman yeah we did do that on sunday it's excellent everyone if you haven't seen it yet just see it and then never bother seeing any batman movie or show or otherwise ever again because it is the definitive Batman story. I would also ask, by the way, that that we go back to this. Ryan, you've never shot a gun. No, right? correct. Much oh, right, right. just like Batman. Oh, you have a code. <laughs> Ryan cannot kill, but he's yeah. forced to either either throw Will Muschamp in jail or to kill him. Which will he choose? <laughs> I would, I would really. By the way, like we need to take him shooting, because I don't know. We that's you should, you should at least know how scary. Because I, I will be real forthright. I really like guns and I really hate them a lot. Uh, but from time to time, my weakness gets to me and I have to go shoot because it's just, it's rewarding. It's very rewarding. That's fine. I, I just it is. I, I really enjoy doing it. In case you don't know, if you print out a picture of someone. And make it full size. You cannot take it to the shooting range to shoot. They won't let you do that. Okay. They will let you shoot someone who's obviously Muslim looking. Okay. And they will sell that. And they will let you shoot someone who's probably like a minority. Like the like I straight up most gun shop targets that they're a little racist. Okay. And yes, Atlanta was correct. They will let you shoot a picture of a dog. <laughs> they definitely <laughs> will not let you do that. You saw that episode of Atlanta. It's brilliant. You should watch it. But you should, we have to take Jason shooting, right? Because now, like, Jason and I are like, um, th this podcast feels incomplete if you don't understand what a bad shot you actually are. Yeah, this podcast has always been a long way for me to um, grow into manhood. So I appreciate We're going to make a man out of you yet. Thanks, dads. Yeah, there's, I mean, the, 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 the act of firing a weapon, it's knowing that you hold in your hands the closest you will ever, you know, come to, like, having the actual power of God and like the, the incredible responsibility of that. And like, uh, it's scary, <laughs> you know, and then, and then, you, and then you let off like seven of them things and like five of them hit and you go, whoo, you know, and then you stop worrying about all that God stuff. Cool. And you load, load you up. So, so it's like being an irresponsible surgeon. Yeah. 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 Great. That and th that and this, you will never meet more polite people than you do at a gun range because you have to be polite. True. Oh man, the, if you ever go to a gun show, like it, 
there's this really, really weird sense of safety, which feels crazy to say, but just the knowledge of every single person there that there's complete mutually assured destruction and everyone is kind of just itching to <laughs> itching to prove how John Wick they are. Like, everyone is just super chill. Um, and I don't know if that's the case. If you go to a certain kind of gun show while having uh, a certain shade of skin, but uh, as long as you go to one in a pretty, uh, you know, a, a pretty, a pretty, a pretty diverse area of town, it's like the chillest place in the world, and and like artificially chill, but still, I don't know. It's weird. It's like standing on like super high on a mountain when the atmosphere kind of gets to mm-hmm. you. Well, I think it's the exact opposite of if you go to some place like. I've been to a Buddhist religious retreat, and it's the most passive-aggressive place I've ever been. It's just rife with hostility. No one's cool. <laughs> Everyone's just like, no, 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 you're going to be alone. Leave me alone. We're just being quiet and stuff. I think generally the tone of a place, if you have a lot of guns and it could be very violent, everybody goes well out of their way to be extremely friendly. It's like if you have an extremely friendly environment like Disney World, you will never see angrier people in your life. It's like going to uh, what I imagine going to a Nebraska football game is like when they're like <laughs> when they say oh we're all so polite I'm like I'd hate every single one of you we're all supposed to be nice as opposed to going to Baton Rouge where it's like I'm gonna slit your throat hey how you doing like yeah I'm the the, in, the rule of inverse intent versus actual atmosphere seems to apply at a gun sh- at a gun People shop. People got to have a little danger to them. It's like how you look at a bear cub and you're like, "Oh, look at that cute bear cub." Well, it would eat your face, but oh, look at that bear cub. Um, should we kick states out of the United States now? I think that's good. Okay. I, there was a, there was a we Yeah, I have... think we've established our qualifications here. We can get started on that. I I think we there there was a discussion which is kind of everyone gets their stories idea mostly like I guess off of Twitter or drunken like gchat conversations that's really where well most well yeah i would say i would say 80 percent of stories on the internet are based on this is a thing that's happening on twitter or this is a thing that's happening on twitter that's wrong right right and uh, this was an interesting discussion that's kind of flown around twitter and become other things which was uh from the 13th the 13th uh, i believe it was troy masher on twitter post. He goes, so you've been tasked with cutting dead weight. have to remove five states from the country. It's an interesting question. My, my answer uh, was Tennessee, Alabama, Florida, Indiana, and Texas. But with Texas, it was doing them a favor anyway. If I had to throw another one in there, I'd just probably ask Mississippi or Kansas. Kansas. I've never had. You know what? I might have use for Mississippi. I have no use for Kansas, so Kansas can just go. Those would be my Five, if I had to list it. What are your criteria here? Okay, my criteria are, one, how much are your votes going to damage the overall welfare of my country? Okay. So, yeah, Tennessee, you're going in there. Remember, Tennessee is just Tennessee is just full of bad ideas. I grew up there. I should know. I'm one of the bad ideas that Tennessee had. So who would know better than me? Tennessee is the place where they do stunt legislation like well, you know, I, I think we should make children work in coal mines for uh, for their age. You shouldn't be able to just spell. You should return it with a you know a pallet of gold. Be of use to this because spelling. No one's ever ever done anything learning how to spell, right? It's just the most anti-intellectual, terrible place. Um, my whole family's still there, and I'll go there this weekend. So don't get too upset with me. Also, 
I'm just one person. And if you're the kind of person who lives in Tennessee, you're like, well, because you think that way, it must mean we're doing something right. Sure, buddy. <laughs> sure. That's, 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 a lot. that's my favorite development in 2016 and 2017 is this idea that if people are mean about a thing, the correct response is to support it. Like it's, I really hope we, we get that way in college football where we're just like, well, everybody's, everybody's bagging on Will Muschamp. So I've decided he's the best offensive mind in football. I'm not going with the, with the, the Twitter mob anymore. He must be the greatest. He must be the smartest, most innovative offensive mind in the game. Otherwise, Twitter wouldn't hate him so much. The Clemson libs are crying now. He went six and seven. <laughs> yeah. And like in sports, you don't take that kind of reasoning, right? You just don't because you go, oh, well, we went one and ten just to spite you. <laughs> That's, <laughs> that doesn't work because you still went one and ten, right? There's some of that. Like next year, people, oh, yeah, no. It's right around the corner. Right. Like even with Will Muschamp obviously failing at Florida, there were people who were like, you know, I mean, he just does things the right way, though. No, he doesn't. <laughs> There's a number I can point to it. We don't, you know, like if someone goes ten and two, um, you can hedge a little bit on that, but not that much. He's he's still ten and two. Sure. Ultimately, you just say, oh, we got tired of that guy, right? The Mark Richt and Mac Brown argument. Ah, oh, we got tired of that guy. Oh, Mac Brown, not so much. But point being, um. <laughs> When I when I look at that, I'm like, okay, how much are you going to damage my country by being around sure. Tennessee? Okay, sure. Gone. Um, addi- additionally, uh, do I like being there? Right. Like generally, like if I've been there and I you know, like I've been to Indiana, you know how much I like being there. It made me sad. Oh, it, yeah. It, yeah, it made me sad. Kansas. I've never even been to Kansas, and the idea of Kansas makes me sad. So no, Kansas is pretty good. Can- uh, I'll I'll stand up for Kansas. Kansas um, Kansas is hard to drive through, man. It is, boy, it is bleak. All right, it, you know what? I would probably you, if you drive like one, but if you see if you see a car on the road, somebody will apologize to you <laughs> for all the traffic. Kansas City is like it's like a movie set that that's not being used. You can park right. anywhere, any time of day. Yeah, I would. I, I it, there is ample parking. You can't take that away from Kansas. But generally, like, generally, <laughs> I I've made a thrilling case for Kansas. <laughs> I mean, make your case for Delaware, and we'll just stand and look at the two of them. Okay. But yeah, those 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 are my those are generally my criteria. I'm like, how much damage are you going to do? What's your overall kind of worth? Uh, generally, do I kind of agree with the way you want to do things? No, man, I'm I'm not I'm not super pro poverty. Like poverty creation, you could be poor. I just don't like it when you decide to put the throttle down on being poor. That sucks. Stop doing that. Uh, and also, do I like your food? That kind of helps. Like, do I like your food and the general kind of vibe there? Which, I, I'm saying Tennessee and Alabama, the food's delicious there. But I can double up if I keep Georgia. If I keep Georgia and some surrounding states, I pretty much get all that anyway. So, sorry, y'all. I'm taking it out of there. Also, if we kick Alabama out, we can make college football great again. Because Alabama won't be there. That means Florida won the SEC two years in a row if there's no Alabama. You see the grand design of my plan. So those are those are my five states that I would sort of kick out. See, I I think I go ahead, Jason. Well, I think I got mine unless you got unless you got yours for sure. Yeah, I so I, I take a different tack. To me, it's all about creating a good a, a fun rival for the United States because, you know, we'll call Canada hmm. America's hat or whatever, but Canada looks pretty good these days. And Mexico, you know, 
really riles people up in very specific ways. So what I want to do is carve out California, Nevada, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, and just make that like America's brother. And and this will be good because we've got plenty of football in there, but we've also got plenty of everything else there. Good food, good industry, um, interesting culture. And and I think we can just sort of create this little like rivalry between those five states and the rest of the country. And I like I, I like the setup of that. You've also got Texas and California forever tug of warring over everything <laughs> in between. That's them. right. That's right. Yeah, uh. yeah. That's the other part is it like in, like it's got a good internal rivalry as well. <laughs> Huh. That's that's quite a laboratory you've set up. Let's see how long it takes to explode. <laughs> well, that's also why we have New Mexico in there, so they can help. Yeah, they've got, they can they've help get that got going. Experience. Yep. <laughs> I uh, okay, okay. Let's boot South Carolina okay. because I mean there there is a there is a history of them enjoying yeah, that. They have a, they have a request in already, so yeah, <laughs> they're, yeah, they're first in line. If anybody leaves again, then they'll be heading out. I mean, they've what have they produced? They've given us. Uh, Young Jeezy's from there. Marcus Lattimore's from there. What else? Uh, they take they take good recruits from Georgia, which is funny. That's mm. funny. That is funny. Yeah, so we'll that is funny. Jadevian we'll, we'll, we'll find a way to, uh, to export Georgia's best football players <laughs> to the <laughs> country of South Carolina. We can do that. Okay. So South Carolina's um, out. Uh, Arizona. Let's give that back to Mexico. Because we have Arizona and New Mexico. That's a little redundant. And New Mexico, I feel, you know, they, they've... They've laid a little lower, you know, made made fewer messes, I guess. So, so Mexico, you can have Arizona back. We're going to keep New Mexico. But, but, my, hold on, I, I want to named after you, but I want to keep Larry Fitzgerald. Okay, well, we'll well, the New Mexico Cardinals. Sure, he can be the owner and the star player. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> um, we're gonna boot uh, Indiana. I agree in Indiana. Fuck Indiana. No use for it whatsoever. Leave a hole right in the middle of the map. It's a black hole. That's fine. Um, I'm going to merge Mississippi and Alabama. So that counts as cutting one of them. I don't care which. They can argue until the end of time about which one's been cut. But um, Alisippi, Miss, Miss Alabama, whichever we want to call it, they no longer have each other to thank for ranking 50th in the state rankings. Now they both have to step their games up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm liking this. Um. Forget which I forget the other one, but I'll, I'll ride with those four and then just agree with whatever whatever y'all think. That's a good list. I, I, yeah, no, no, I like that. I noticed that we are leaving um, most of the Midwest untouched, which surprises me a little bit. I mean, do you really like? There's also this five. If you came over and you said a couple of them, yeah. I just sub them in. Like, no, like set Jason Led with South Carolina. I'm like, yeah, man, South Carolina smells weird. I don't really have much. I don't have much. Like, I might take that little. Like mountain part, maybe a little bit of, of Clemson with it, but the rest of it. I don't know, All right, now let me flip this on you. If we're doing, if we we let's say the states are in some sort of draft, and and you get to pick your first five that are going to be part of your country, and they don't have to be contiguous, whatever. Like, which five are you keeping for sure? Oh, okay, last so, comment. I, I, we should yeah. also say that now North Carolina is also looking pretty damn trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. North, so North let's Carol- just say the Carolina, North Carolina like deeply, deeply on the slip and slide down the hill towards well, South Carolina would, status. Also, I don't, if, I don't know if North Carolina is still technically a state. Maybe they're a territory at this point. 
Yeah, they might have disincorporated. I would like to. I would like to just sort of like cut out with huge bulldozers, like Charlotte and Asheville and a few other select parts of North Carolina, and just move them somewhere. Like Pennsylvania could use Asheville, right? That'd be an improvement. Don't do this. Don't do that to Asheville. Okay, fair, 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 fair. Uh, but yeah, like also, if you just threw it's like dropping like, in an arcology. I mean, if <laughs> right? you said like, yeah, exactly. If you said Missouri. Or Oklahoma, I'm like, ah, yeah, let them go. Okay, <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Like, let like, fight but, for it. Especially in Missouri, like, like, a state has never worked so hard to be nondescript and lumpen. <laughs> lumpen. <laughs> like lumpen, you know, or Ohio. Like, I, no one's got any oh, God. Ohio. You know, like, I, like I told, like I, I told somebody this on Twitter, but I, I grew up surrounded by short, angry white men with an inferiority complex and are always mad about something like, I don't know, give me some, I want a different kind of rage. That's why Texas is so invigorating. You're like, wow, you're mad about entirely different things with a different accent and in crazier ways. Fascinating to be Lone Star State. All right. The but, but if you're, if you're building a college football sport with sure. just five states, which five are you going with? Yeah, I think you can. Now, this was the other theory we had, that if you had five states and you took them and just – built college football off those five states i think you could do a sport that looks a lot like the one we have mm-hmm. with just five states okay just five states so california texas florida correct you have to get yeah. those those are the three that you start with right and everything after that's kind of negotiable georgia 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 has to be in there because if you look at the amount of talent that comes out of there <laughs> emphasis on comes out because mm. it sure ain't sure ain't playing for playing for Mark Rick. Kirby Smart has a, has a good class. So this yeah, this joke has an expiration date, but we're yeah. still that is I, that is never stopped. We have never stopped to acknowledge reality before, <laughs> sir. I think I think the top four. Is, there's no argument for excluding any of those. I think the fifth spot comes down to either Louisiana or Ohio. Um, Louisiana because per capita it has the most talent of any state. Ohio, however, produces tons of coaches. Somebody's got to coach all these players. Mm, the, debatable. Also, I would also that's true. But also, Ohio produces it's 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 uh, a top ten talent state as well. Yeah, I would um, I would say this: which state has Tiger Stadium, and mm. which states which states gonna get you better tailgating? That's it. That's right, Louisiana. There you go. There's my five. Skyline yeah. Chili versus Baton Rouge, folks. See, I, yeah. I, I want to create uh, like pockets where we sort of like, okay, California works because it's like, all right, everybody just sort of focus. If, you, if you're in California, just stay in one of those places. And Texas and Florida work for the same reason. But for my other two, I want to like pick places that be- can become sort of tractor beams. Like I want to see what happens to Iowa if every kid in Michigan and Ohio and maybe hell, even in like Kentucky – is like, well, shit, I don't know if I want to go all the way to Texas. I got to enroll at Iowa or Iowa State. Like, I want to use this to create little laboratories of weirdness. So I would do Florida, Texas, California, Iowa, <laughs> and Rhode Island. Fuck it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ch- champions of the East every year. <laughs> range I had, um, listen i mostly said rhode island so that yukon wouldn't be involved Smart. i would i would really if i were going to just throw an outlier in there it wouldn't really be an outlier i would just take washington american I would either, american samoa <laughs> we gotta, gotta bring the beef 
get us some get us some robust linemen um, from American Samoa. That's not a bad pick either. Um, at all. Nothing happened. Is there a state? Is there a state, by the way, we're missing before we get out of that? Like, not really. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's top ten in talent, but you know we, we'd be just fine with these other. I mean, as long as you have those top four, everything after that is like, ah, sure. There's also the the Pennsylvania thing is that I think the majority of that state population would be fine if you were just like, yeah, just the, you just care about the Steelers now. Like, okay, cool. Or, <laughs> no, or the you don't have to worry. Steelers and you the, don't have to worry about Penn State anymore. What a liberating feeling. Steelers and Eagles. That's all you care about. Yeah, I would like to also go through. I'm, I'm sorry, and the Allentown Jaguars. Excuse me. Mm, yeah, don't forget that. The other, also, that follows our rule of putting Pitt in. If we put Pennsylvania in, true, we generally try to put Pitt in wherever we can, and uh, this would be no exception. The other thing that I would like to review before we go, uh, BuzzFeed has the which state should get kicked out of the United States with a poll attached to each state, where you could just say uh, has got to go or can stay. I- I'm just gonna, I'm gonna give you couple these and have you guess whether people said they should stay or go again these are internet votes super scientific uh should alabama stay in the united states <laughs> i'm gonna say good i think yeah. i think alabama's being ejected um i think for this be- for this one the harder thing is guessing percentage i'm gonna say 70 percent said out ryan nailed it it's 70 30 yes Ryan nailed it. I'm just going to – most of these will be southern states because okay. I want you to see a pattern here, sure. by the way. Yep. Arkansas. Out. Out, <laughs> out by a 70 to 30 margin. Uh, Colorado. I think they're keeping Colorado's Colorado. Colorado's in, right? 60, 60 is 60% in. No, 93%. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, no one all right, wants right. to lose the plug. Go Buffs. Got to calibrate for the BuzzFeed audience. Go okay, Buffs. Uh, I, uh, the a challenging one, Florida. Uh, always, always, always a tough. I'm call. gonna say slightly in. Yeah, okay. same. It, it currently stands at fifty fifty. Okay. Which, <laughs> <laughs> on brand, it's always fifty fifty. Is it completely schizophrenic? Yes, one, it's fifty. One foot in the uh, grave. Oh man, Georgia! I'll just tell you, Georgia's hanging on by five percentage points, fifty five forty five wow. right now. Wow, Hawaii. Ninety-five percent in. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the five percent who's like Hawaii's got to go? Hawaii. <laughs> it's got to be in. Is it like Puerto Rico? Like, <laughs> why I, do they get to be in? <laughs> I, you know, like, like, have five percent of Americans online lost a relative to volcano sacrifice? <laughs> like, that's the only like. Tom, uh, t- um, Tom Hanks murdered my uncle. <laughs> like, I, I rate like San Jose State fans. Indiana, much maligned in our own informal poll, uh, they can they can stay. What? I know, I know. By by a fifty-seven to forty-three percent, that is high. I, yeah. I I really want somebody to explain to me the meaningful differences between Indiana and Arkansas. I don't actually want you to do that. Like, don't email me, but tweet at Spencer. Mm, not bourbon, not bourbon fans, by the way. Kentucky. Oh boy. Is it? I'm gonna say 64 out. Jason. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll I'll go one higher, 65. I'll go. I'll go above. No, 65. Currently sitting at 59. percent Kentucky battle. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's 
Friendly. An inversion of most southern states, by the way. The southern state with the highest approval rating? Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. But, it, but, but what's very telling here is that like when when you're asking people should Louisiana stay in the US, what they're thinking is should New Orleans stay? Like nobody's thinking about Monroe. Nobody is asking this is not what's coming to mind. So the key is if you want to stay, you need like one city or thing that can tether you, that can anchor you. Like Georgia's staying only on the strength of Atlanta, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It ain't making. And and Florida's staying on. Uh, Florida's fifty fifty only because some people like Orlando and Miami. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it, by the way, the, the percentage there is sixty four. North Carolina has a sixty nine percent can stay, but uh, you know that's trending down. Uh, I think maybe that's that we just want to keep an eye on North Carolina. My my yeah. my only regret is that I wish BuzzFeed had collected data from people. First, have you ever been to this state? Because I think that's important. And second of all, are you have you ever lived in this state? Because my do you live in this state right, <laughs> right now? Be, and just want to do you just want to leave? Yeah, because my hunch is some of that is those Arkansas numbers are people who are legal Arkansas residents that are like, yeah, it's just not working out for us anymore. We just don't see We're, the point. <laughs> We want to play. The, we want to play the field. Uh, that and um, that and the the western state, the western state with the lowest approval rate. Now they can stay. I- Idaho. The, no. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, Arizona. No. No. Utah. Utah. Oh. <laughs> huh. Utah, Utah can stay, man. But uh, actually, you're you're right. Idaho has a sixty to forty. Utah's right at sixty three thirty seven. I mean, you, Utah Utah is basically store brand Colorado. So yeah. Idaho is just ma- what hills and stuff. What people love? Why would people, we not want those? People love potatoes. Man, yeah, we'll be crying once we don't have any potatoes. Wait, how, then we'll, then we'll, when we feel smart, you're gonna get your tater tots now, bitch. Um, can we take some questions? Yeah, let's take some questions. I'd love to take some questions. All right, Jason, you got one. Uh, let's see. Let me let me comb through a few about Ryan's performance at the God Grammys. God damn since, it! Fine, I'm already... I'm starting now. Um, this is from Godfather I... Godfather Bos <laughs> at Bos Chicago. Bill C. and Godfrey say Nanny and Spencer's UF self-loathing is fake. Are they correct? Um, Man, listen, I'll I'll handle this. No, Um, these 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 two individuals hate their team so much that I kind of hate Florida now as well. I have no reason to. But the very thought of having to watch or discuss or endure anything about University of Florida football, like it's the only team that I don't want to talk about. That's how much they hate their team. So, it's 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 real. First of all, and and second of all, other podcasts get our name out your mouth. So for context purposes, on podcast name played nobody. Uh, Godfrey and Bill were talking about Florida fans generally. They did sort of allude to the fact that they work with a lot of Florida fans, and Godfrey was probably calling out Spencer and I specifically because he wants to catch these hands, but. I think the difference is that they listen, they were saying that Florida fans are spoiled. And yes, that's 1000% true. And I will absolutely admit to that. But I think the difference is, at least to me, that 
it's not that I am mad when Florida doesn't do well. It's that Florida is real fucking boring a lot of the time. And I just don't want to watch a boring football team. It's not like the yep. it's not like the Spurrier teams were consistently winning the national title or playing for the national title, but they were interesting. They were weird and fun to watch. Yeah, I think it's that. It's a style thing. There there's absolutely with the current regime and the past regime, it just got dull. See, see, and there's like, see, Bill- I'd, I'd much rather have like, a, I'd much rather have a a scintillating, exhilarating eight and four, nine and three. See, Bill and Godfrey think that Florida fans are unhappy because we have a Burger King that isn't meeting the sales numbers that we would like. When the reality is, is that we would rather own a Jack in the Box that might not do great sales numbers, but man, they put what on a burger? That's cool. That's fucking weird and probably gross, but at least it's something. A Hardee's that's on fire. Yes. And like, yes. if you are raised, if you're raised on Alabama or Michigan or Ohio State and your team is a boring nine wins, you don't say, well, we got nine wins, but it was boring. You say, oh, we should have got 10 wins. If you're a Florida fan who's raised on Steve Spurrier and you get nine wins and it's boring, we say, I don't care how many wins we got. It was boring. It's the lack of bravery. I want bravery. I want creativity. I want something to wake me up. That's it. We want back. You know, we it, want backdraft in football form. Yeah, make some make something blow up. That, that's I didn't come here for efficiency. Okay, it's not what I came here for. I came here for haymakers, son. All right, Jason, ask your question from Keegs.com on Twitter. After submitting Twitter questions to a podcast and watching the Combine, what's the saddest sports adjacent activity? Um, watching the combine, of course, that starts in a week or two. It's a thing that we'll all do. No one knows why. Um, I, no one even really tries to do the amateur draft expert thing. Like, oh, look at the hips. Look at the explosion. Um, look at the, the, you know, we all like to hear Mike Mayock talk about butts. That's cool. But mm-hmm. other than that, it's just on because it kind of resembles football. It's like having high school seven on seven on when that's the closest thing in like June. It's just ambient football glow, and I don't, I don't, I don't know what tops the combine. Other than, well, I, actually, actually, I'll go with, I'll go with fantasy football, because you're doing that instead of watching the actual fucking game that you've waited months for. You're looking at your your little spreadsheet. That's what you're doing all Sunday. I, I'll, I'll never understand fantasy football, so I'll go with fantasy football. I will say this: the the, the saddest sports adjacent thing. I mean, you took fantasy football. But the saddest sports adjacent thing to me is going to Vegas for March Madness and gambling on it. And I only say that because if you just watch, if you're not actually participating and you just watch, you look around and there's just people losing money. And they are not laughing it off. <laughs> it's not, not, aha, oh, to the vagaries of wagering. No, man, there's people there who blew a mortgage payment. <laughs> There are people there in real distress if you are sitting near them. Like, I've been near Happy Gamblers, and that's fun. That's great if you're in Las Vegas for March Madness. If you're near people who are actually losing, they're figuring out how to go home without getting stabbed. That's the saddest thing to me that's, like, in sports-adjacent activity. Um... I think getting fired up about spring games is pretty sad. 
Like either direction, getting angry, having any feelings, like except that a spring game is what it is. And it's really just an excuse to sort of like create an environment where fans can come out and bring their kids and nobody gets hurt in theory. But like uh, it's 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 always rough when you're like, well, you know, so and so look great in the spring. Motherfucker. It is it is (laughs) it is a Christmas pageant of football. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the only spring game headline anyone looks at or clicks is Ohio State had 100,000 people show sure. up for practice again. That's it. That's all. For an entire month of practice, the only thing we care about is whether Ohio State or Alabama had more people show up to a practice. Yeah. We – God. Um, I, I, have a, I have a question. Please do. Uh, it is. If – this is from at blank 73 long time reader, not first time caller. I meant what cabinet post would you want most want and why? First of all, none of us would actually want a cabinet post. No, that, that we, implies we, we might could get one these days. But yeah, it's, it seems easy. Might be a few open. <laughs> seems seems it seems a little harder than it used to be, maybe, but still pretty easy. Uh, if I but if I had to do one of these. And all fairness, Jason and I just reviewed Cabinet Post because we assembled an entire cabinet made professional wrestlers this morning. And yeah, I think, look, look, look on our website by the time you listen to this. It should be up. I think one that's probably as qualified or more than the current cabinet. And honestly, that's not being partisan. You're <laughs> just like, no, no, no. Yeah, I we, think, we, we have Mick Foley for Secretary of Education. I, I don't think anyone would disagree that that's, that's, that's a good hire. Well, also, <laughs> no. also, try to block him from getting in the schoolhouse. Oh my God! He'll he'll jump off the roof to get in that schoolhouse. Land. We've covered the stairs with tax. That will attract him. <laughs> it's like bait. Yeah, he likes it. Don't you fools know? We have to have guns in schools to defend children from Mick Foley. He just wants to read books to them. Uh, but if I had to take a cabinet post. I'm going to try to take the one where I suspect I have to do the least work and can kind of get away with with not really doing a whole lot and also not being in charge of anyone dying. You want to avoid the ones where people die, right? So uh, I'm going to try to stay away from, you know, your I don't want to be the treasury because, you know, you could you could make a big mistake there. Definitely don't want to be your sec defense, right? Don't don't do that. Attorney General, <laughs> no, Ooh, sir. Ryan, Ryan could do that. Ryan's a lawyer. Jesus He's Christ. qualified Jesus. for that. No, spot. please no. Please no. Can or would want to. No, no one wants Not to do that. that. Right? So here, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to take the UN job. Oh, you definitely want the UN job. Right? Uh, I have to be the uh, travel. whole lot of travel. Right? you got to shake hands. You have to cast some mostly meaningless votes. You get a nice apartment in New York, probably, right? So if you if you happen to go there, uh, you get to stay close to the UN. It's not a bad neighborhood. So uh, I'm thinking this is a pretty good gig when you go, get down to as little actual work as possible for the most bang. I am uh, I am I am shocked because you know what the Department of the Interior seal has on, uh, has on it, right? I know, I know. It's a buff. It's a buffalo. Act- it's a buffalo. Yes, but can I remind you of who you have to deal with all the time 
if you are the Secretary of the Interior. You have to deal with angry Western farmers. Yeah, you have to deal. Well, you have to deal with in in equal part in equal parts. You have to deal with angry Western farmers and loggers and miners and crazy environmentalists. But I think that works out yeah. because you can just go to a meeting with one and be like, oh, geez, these other guys, you know, I got to work with them because I'm the secretary of the interior, but I'm on your side. And then you go to the other one. Oh, geez, those environmentalists, they're really busting my balls. But don't worry. Let's let's farm everything forever. Yeah, I was going to say the interior because, I mean, you just ah, I got I, I think I really need to spend like three months just inspecting stuff at Yellowstone. Bye. Also, I, yeah, I'm no. pretty sure Interior is vague enough that you could just be like, ooh, that's an ag question. Oh, you want to talk to commerce. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. – that, yeah, <laughs> I think that's a that's a transportation issue. I just constantly be sending people to other offices. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be my pick. Um, some, some of them, some of them are, I don't really know what they do, like the, the, o, the OMB, Office of mm, Manager – Careful with those. Careful. You, you don't want to. You don't actually want to sign up for a job. And OMB is kind of a job. Yeah. I would also. Yeah, don't do that. I would also be Secretary of Veterans Affairs for one day and sign them all up for um, Ashley Madison accounts and claim that I did not understand the assignment. <laughs> and that is why we will all soon be hired. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, I, th- I think we've all chosen wisely. Um, I have another question. This is from David Fulton at the real Fulton. Is the podcast better or worse during the off season? Do you like doing it more versus during the season? Um, better or worse is boy. How can something a- a- always bad be better or worse? <laughs> Um, it's, 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 it's beyond subjective. It's so far beyond subjective. It's meaningless. But do you, uh, I, I, I'm curious if you two enjoy doing this podcast more when football is in season versus when it is not. I prefer doing it out of season because there's generally a lot less pressure. Right. Like you, you don't have, you know, like you don't want to miss something mm-hmm. during the season. Also with the season, I don't know. There might be two other things I have to write. There might be something else on deck. I'm already cutting into time that I've already cut out of the weekend. It's way easier to just do this now because we're like, I don't know what you want to talk about. What you want to talk about? Like that's it's there's way less pressure. I agree. Yeah, during the season, it's we have to record it Sunday night because it has to be up Monday morning or else it's super late. And then we have to have the next one up by Wednesday morning or else it's super late. This time of year, it's like, do we want to record this week? I guess. What day? I don't know. We'll see when it pops up. Okay, I will. Uh, my defense of recording during the season is that w- I think I hope what makes our podcast a little different from competitors in the field is that we are very upfront about how stupid we are, and I like that college football season lays all of that bare. So, say for instance, if two people on this podcast say, I don't know, during a preview that Texas is going to go nine and three. And then in 2017, and then Texas plays its games and does not go nine and three. Like I really enjoy the col- collision that that creates. And football season is really excellent for taking our preconceived notions and predictions and ideas that we understand anything at all, and just throwing them against the wall into pieces. Yeah, it 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 
I, I think the key to approaching a college football season is knowing that there are a few things that will be the same year after year after year. Alabama will always be good. Ohio State will always be good. Notre Dame will always be overrated. And everything else is just in a blender. No one knows anything. A fourth-string quarterback might be good, might not have ever played football before. Everything is completely randomized. Coaches will be hired or fired based on those randomized uh, details. They'll be extended far too long. They'll be promoted far too high. They'll be fired way too early. Um, that's the key to all of it. Just know that everyone's overreacting, and as long as you know that, feel free to join in.